The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, chapters 11 through 15. Today in class, we focus primarily on chapter 15. Um, chapters 11, 12, 13, and 14, while important, serve a point of moving the story forward, but 15 is really at the heart of a change in the relationship between Jim and Huck, which is what we're going to focus on primarily here. At the end of chapter 10, we see that Huckleberry Finn plays a trick on Jim, thinks it's going to be funny, and ultimately gets Jim bit by a snake. And while Huckleberry feels bad about this scenario, he doesn't apologize to Jim. He keeps it to himself. It makes it look like an accident. It makes it look like Jim is the one who made the mistake. When we get to chapter 15, at this point, in chapter 11, Huck dressed as a girl, found out more information about his, his death and the chase that is going on to, to bring Jim to justice, as Jim has now been pegged as the culprit behind Huck's disappearance and suggested murder. And then we get into the situation with the robbers on the Walter Scott and Huck's sort of hijinks with them, discussions of kings as they go down the river, which brings us to 15, and they hit this terrible, terrible storm. And as they go through this fog, ultimately they get separated. And during this time period, at this point, Huck's not really sure he's going to get back to Jim. And Jim, on the other side, while we don't get his thoughts during this time period, is extremely worried that Huck is, is gone. And where the story takes an interesting twist is that Huckleberry Finn does make it back to the raft. And a lot of time has passed. And Jim is asleep. And the raft is, is pretty much destroyed, still working, obviously, but it's taking a lot of damage. And it's in rough shape. So Huck was dealing with himself on, alone in, in his canoe at this point. And there's Jim who's been dealing with this raft, trying to keep it afloat in really rough scenarios. So as this goes on, Huck sneaks up on Jim, lays down next to him and pretends he's asleep and wakes up as Jim is stirring and immediately tries to convince Jim that he has been there all along and everything that occurs is a dream. And why this is important works on a lot of levels. Jim has been told his entire life that what a white person says is correct. And while he goes through this, he questions Huckleberry Finn about this entire scenario and Huck's inability to sort of give into the joke and try to convince Jim of what has occurred is a dream and not real leaves Jim very confused and eventually he admits that I guess it was a dream and Huck doesn't back off there Huck sort of doubles down and Jim works his way through this dream and says well I got to understand what it means one of the most interesting points of this entire chapter is the paragraph that starts with, so Jim went to work and told me the whole thing right through just as it happened. And that paragraph, as he explains why he, while he's interpreting the dream, basically gives us the entire novel in one paragraph. It's not perfect. It's not to a T. It's, it's not, not everything happens this way. But there is a lot to it. And while it, it speaks to sort of the ability to decide to predict that th bad things are going to happen and good things are going to happen and there's going to be twists and turns, there is something to be said that Mark Twain kind of plants this little Easter egg here that Jim's sort of saying, listen, our adventure is going to have its ups and downs, but eventually we're going to make it to the free states. So we know as readers, as we've discussed, that is going to be what ultimately occurs. 
But at this point in time, Jim is thinking about what this adventure is going to be and seems to have a very realistic idea of what it's going to look like. But suddenly Jim sees the damage on the raft and decides that this raft is really damaged from what really happened and it wasn't a dream. And it sinks in that he can't just let this slide. And he tells Huck that he's hurt his feelings. He tells Huck that this was mean. This was something that you wouldn't do to a friend. And he uses the word trash. And Huck is shocked at first. And it takes Huck 15 minutes to think about what had occurred, what he did, and then to apologize. And what makes his apology so interesting is the first thing he says is that it took him 15 minutes to work himself up to humble himself. And then he uses the N-word there. And it's important that he uses that word. Because even though we talk about Huck living outside of society, it's been society that's told Huckleberry Finn over and over again that being white elevates him over Jim being a slave. So the elevation of, of Huck, even though he, he's not his father, he's not someone who's been mean to Jim when he's been messing with him with Tom Sawyer early in the novel, it seems to be playful. There is an element that comes from this entire scenario where Huck knows he can do this stuff to Jim, even though Jim's older than he is, because there's no repercussions. That he is by far superior because of his whiteness because society has told him so. But in this moment that the N-word matters, it matters because he's using it because it symbolizes and is connected to and is a synonym of being less than and it's derogatory to what Jim is. At this point in the novel, I think it's safe to say that Huck doesn't see Jim as a person still. He doesn't really understand that Jim has the same thoughts, feelings, and actions and ideas, potentially, that a white person could have. Jim is a slave. He's merely kind of a thing. And to Huck, it's still something that doesn't really resonate with him. And while they make their way to Cairo, it's still very clear that Huck really hasn't thought about what he's exactly doing. And what we're going to see in chapter 16 as Huck starts to deal with this idea that he's going to help free Jim and what that means, starts this conversation or continues this conversation about what Huck has been told is right and wrong by society and what he's feeling and experiencing himself. And while this continues to be in question, it's important to understand that at the end of this novel, Huck is going to say society is not for him and he's going to head west. And what we're going to see over these next couple chapters in the rest of this novel is going to shape that opinion. It's these moments that we need to focus on and think about because it's important to make sure we understand that the racial relation between Huck and Jim is present even when it's not being spoken.